1: Wisconsin Milk Marketing Board. Did you know that today Wisconsin produces more than 600 varieties, types, and styles of American, international style, and original cheese that win more awards than any other state or country? To learn more, visit eatwisconsincheese.com.
2: You're listening to Heritage Radio Network. We're a member-supported food radio network broadcasting over 35 weekly shows live from Bushwick, Brooklyn.
3: Welcome to Love Bites, coming at you from Heritage Radio Network. I'm Jacqueline Raposo, the producer and one of your hosts here. It's winter. Ben, my darling co-host and dear friend, is hard at work in Portland, Oregon. And in his absence, I'm taking a little personal hibernation. But we've got a really lovely series to share with you, Couples of the Food World. We've asked five couples in the food and hospitality industries the same questions about how they make working, living, and loving together happen where are the joys, and where are the hardships? Today we're sharing a show we recorded a few weeks ago and saved just for you. So we hope you enjoy it. And if you want to find out what we are doing right now, who we are dating, and how we are loving, you can always find us as at LoveBitesRadio on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And don't forget to tag us on your tweets and photos or use the hashtag GiveLove so that we can follow along with what you are doing too. Happy winter. Enjoy the show.
4: Chef Andrew and pastry chef Kristen Wood are the team behind Russet, a casual, intimate restaurant in a charming 1800s-era brick townhome in Philadelphia's Rittenhouse Square neighborhood. They've worked at restaurants including Radius in Boston, Trio and True in Chicago, and Quince in San Francisco before returning to their family and the East Coast to open Russet. They're such a team that if you were to search for their separate bios online, only a few sentences pass before you realize they become the exact same thing.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I might might have done that.
4: (laughs) (laughs) We know their dating origin story, and we can't wait for them to share it and more with you. Welcome to the show, Andrew and Kristen. Welcome.
3: Thank Thank you. And thank you for coming all the way up from Philadelphia to Brooklyn to be with us. That was an adventurous trip you took up here today. Our pleasure. Yeah, We appreciate it. So, so yeah. So, in researching you, I did find mostly similar bios for both of you, uh, which was fun to see the paths that you've been on together. So, why don't we start right from the beginning? Uh, How long have you been together, and where did you meet?
5: We've been together 16 years, uh, and we met on the job in Boston. At, at Radius.
3: At Radius. So how, uh, so starting from, from that, like what were the, what, how did you know that it wasn't just going to be like a, you know, back of house little romance? What made it feel, you know, what were the sparks back then between you?
5: I, I don't know. I, we, I don't think we expected it to get, uh, as serious as it did, at least as quick as it did. What do you think?
3: She just gave you a no. look. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, well, Manus. you know, like, we actually,
5: although that, to be, to be honest, we, we did, uh, we we kind of moved quickly, I, I think within um, within about two or three months I was living at your place. wasn't Wow! I? Yeah. Yeah.
4: So when did you drop the L word?
5: Uh, probably like about the same time. So if we we I think are officially we're calling our date December eleventh, which is her birthday. Um, and then uh, you know I I think by February, I'd said it. But it was kind of a funny story. Is she?
6: No, it was later a, than that. It was, it was at least 8 months. Was it really? Yeah.
5: That long? She was like, "Yeah, I was waiting forever on that one." <laughs> I I don't know <laughs> no. about that. I, <laughs> no, I, no, I, no, I was I was waiting. He she, was scared. Yeah.
6: He was scared to tell me. Aww. Yeah,
5: I think we both knew, but
6: uh I think about at, at about like the 8-month mark, I think I said to him something like, "What time at what point in relationships do people <laughs> usually tell each other they love each other?" And he's he replied, "I love you too." Oh. So,
0: he knew he knew Aww. I didn't want to say it first, I guess. <laughs>
5: Yeah, but I'd say we, we felt that way for, for quite a while.
3: So what was it about each other that, you know, that, that really sparked your fancy?
5: I, You know, Kristen is very quiet, and, uh, you know, she usually comes off as kind of shy, and then, you know... Hostilely? Well, yeah, but that's just a very thin layer, and then underneath that, she's really interesting. She's got these incredible stories of, you know, her backstory of, of her life, and interesting things have happened to her. And I don't know, we just started talking, and I was bewitched
6: well he was actually he i i became interested in him because he had to make us he was kind of the lowliest guy in the kitchen and he had to make the staff meal for the second shift of dishwashers like after service at midnight mm-hmm. and he always made a few extra plates for the pastry kitchen um because he knew we were starving by then um i think he was trying to impress the other the other pastry underling Um, But she was a vegetarian, and he would make all these things with meat. And so I ended up eating all this stuff. And it was all really – he put in a lot of effort for the, the midnight staff meal he would make. Yeah, I cared a lot. Yeah.
5: Oh, hot, hot and hearty stuff. <laughs>
6: yeah, lots of buffalo lots style of, yeah. turkey
5: nuggets. Yeah, I still <laughs> things also, like that. I still
6: think about those buffalo turkey nuggets. <laughs>
5: were you guys scared?
3: This <laughs> <laughs> we're kind this the awe series.
6: This just makes Ben and I, I like, know. slaps
3: goofy grins on our faces and makes us all warm and fuzzy.
4: It's true. Yeah. Is there was there any because you guys were working together? Was there any like apprehension at first when you guys were getting together about how that was going to play out, or were you like nervous to tell coworkers or anything like that?
5: Uh, I, I wasn't nervous uh, about how it would play out. I mean, there is kind of a natural partition between the savory and the pastry, especially at Radius. Um, I wasn't nervous about telling our coworkers, but uh, honestly, they weren't all that supportive. Yeah. Oh, it really? In what, what
3: ways?
6: Yeah.
5: Well, they were just... Uh,
6: the sous chef told Andrew he could do better.
5: Yeah. <gasps> well, you know, it's... What it, did
3: you do when that happened?
5: Well, we, we left not too much longer after that
3: good
5: <laughs> but but you know we, we left because we wanted to travel. you know, right. Kristen had told me that uh, you know if I was serious about food because she went to the California culinary Academy and if I was serious about food at all that I needed to go to California and I was this East coast guy, so i didn't really I didn't really think that was true, but boy, was I wrong, so she kind of led the way out there, and this whole uh, world of discovery and travel that we kind of shared. It's, been very meaningful to me.
3: So was that something that was vital to you, Kristen, and a partner, somebody that would be able to? Because you guys did a lot of traveling together.
6: Yes. So yeah. that was
3: something that you needed in a partner.
6: And I think he he'd never been west of Harrisburg when I met him. So I That's true. I really, you know, we we did road trips. We kind of when we first met, um, we say we saved our money for about six months, and then we left Boston. Um, we had enough money to either go to Europe for six weeks or move to California. So we ended up going to Europe, and my mother pretty much invited us to live with her She knew she she never met Andrew at that point, but she said she knew I had high standards, and so she trusted that he was a good guy. Oh, that's and, a good uh, movie. and then he also brought he brought Gravelocks to my Swedish family for the first time he met them, and they all fell in love with him. Mm-hmm. So we ended up going to Europe for six weeks, and then living with my mom and stepfather in Chicago for six months to save up enough money to move on to California. Gosh, gotcha.
5: yeah. We had our California bust, but we busted in Chicago for a little while. <laughs> I'm like slapping my hand mm-hmm. over my mouth to hide
3: the awes. Um, how many years were you dating before you got married?
5: Uh, We got married in 2004. Four? So four years. Four years. So four yeah. years.
6: Okay, we, uh, we, we wanted we were trying to get all our family to come visit us. And they were all saying, well, we'll visit you sometime. And so we said, well, OK, we're going to get married. And then you all have to come visit us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we yeah. made my brother the officiant at our wedding so that he would definitely show up.
3: Aw. Well, now now that we've gotten warm and fuzzy enough, I think it's time to bring in our, unleash the big guns? our dark and stormy game. All right. Yeah.
4: Well, here's the deal. We play on this show, not the newlywed game, because it's been since 2004, but the oldlywed <laughs> game. Because now you've been married long enough that you should know the answers to these questions. So let's see. We asked um, you the uh, these questions before the show, and you wrote down your answer and what you think your partner's answer would be. And let's see between the two of you, who loves each other more? Frankly,
3: that. Okay.
4: <laughs> okay. So um, the first question is: What is your partner's favorite? comfort food who wants, wants to, to go be first. yeah who wants to
5: we'll let you risk it you want to go first to I go thought
6: first? it was pizza yours was pizza oh
5: it's totally pizza
6: yay one for Kristen
5: although I put pizza for her too
6: and mashed potatoes
5: Ooh. oh yeah. all right number two one to two. nothing Kristen
4: all right question two what is the signal that your partner gives you when they want to get freaky in the bedroom
5: um, I, we got nothing yeah, really. So nothing. <laughs> <laughs> we, we got.
3: No, I think that's right. I think they both. Yeah, yeah. I think they both get it. Yay! Yeah. So we, we have a, a baby who sleeps in our beds. <laughs> <laughs> I think that as long as they're on the same page, I think there they get go. the point. Yeah. So Still, they both get two the point. to one, Kristen. Two to one, Kristen. The, yeah.
4: With the lead here, okay. The third I feel like
3: you guys, now that you know that you don't have one, though, I feel like that's something maybe, you know, maybe maybe yeah, you know, have, f- have fun with it. It can be random. you like pomegranate, you know? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Like, hey, let's peel a pomegranate. And then there, there you go. I just gave you one. I don't know why. I don't know.
4: I'm never peeling a pomegranate with you ever. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So the third one is, what is the signal your partner gives you to let you know that you're in
5: trouble with them? Uh, I, usually she just says, Andrew, like that.
6: I, I said I didn't. I said I didn't have anything.
5: You totally saved my life. Uh, oh, what, what do you got for me?
6: I said nothing. I. Said
5: oh nothing. yeah, I go silent. That's <laughs> true. <laughs>
3: All
5: right. All right, three to one. Three to
4: wow. This is turning into wow. a blowout here. <laughs> I know. All right, question number four. What is your partner's favorite alcoholic beverage? You first.
6: Oh, well see so You said cocktail, and I said he doesn't Correct. drink cocktails.
5: Well, I uh, I do. I I, didn't talk I did say cup, cocktail,
3: that's my that's my fault for saying cocktail.
5: But I, I got I have your margarita.
6: Yeah, I said passion fruit margarita.
2: Ding
4: ding ding. There we go. Yes. Okay. Final question. Three to two. You could tie it up here or face a terrible defeat. What is your partner's what would be your partner's last supper?
6: I said pizza again for Andrew.
4: Yep, that's
5: right. <laughs> I said roast pork and apples for you.
6: Oh, I said, I said your pasta.
0: Oh. Oh. Can we of get an aww too, please, David?
3: Can we get an aw?
0: Wait, aww. no. Aww. There we go. <laughs> aww, because
3: that was a really sweet one. You're, uh, well, Kristen, well, we have a winner. You have one. Chris, it is four to two.
4: There it is. There's the.
3: Congratulations. And I think it's time to take a commercial break.
4: Let's do that, but before we do... I just want to remind everyone that they can find all of our shows archived on iTunes and Stitcher Radio, as well as at www.heritageradionetwork.org. And while you are there, we would love to have you throw a few dollars towards Heritage Radio. As a nonprofit, member-supported station devoted to all things food, your money goes directly towards helping our tiny and devoted team produce over 30 weekly live shows, plus members-only events and special programs. So head to heritageradionetwork.org slash donate, and we will love you forever. We'll be right back.
1: Today's program is brought to you by the Wisconsin Milk Marketing Board. Wisconsin produces the world's best cheese period. Why? Lush grasslands, glacial water supply, fourth-generation cheesemakers, combining old-world tradition with the new ideas and highest standards. The very best milk. What do you think of when you think of Wisconsin cheese? For me, I think cheese curds. Delicious, fresh cheese curds. Or deep-fried cheese curds. Cheese curds literally any way, any time, any place. I think about Andy Hatch and Upland's Cheese Company, the operation behind the Pleasant Ridge Reserve cheese that's literally America's most awarded cheese. I think of the deliciously stinky Limburger and its long-storied history. I think about Raleigh's Dumbarton Blue, a perfect blend of English-style cheddar and notes of blue. I think of Emmy Roth's Grand Cru Chirchoua, which was named 2016's world champion at the World Championship Cheese Contest. Wisconsin is like the world champion of cheese, and once you start reading the list of cheeses made in Wisconsin on their website, you can see why. The Wisconsin Milk Marketing Board is a nonprofit organization funded entirely by Wisconsin's dairy farm families. Read more at EatWisconsinCheese.com, and as soon as you're done listening to this podcast, eat Wisconsin cheese. It's a no-brainer.
3: And we are back with Kristen and Andrew Wood of Russet in Philadelphia. And now we are going to jump into the nitty-gritty of working with your spouse. oh So when you started getting together, before even you got to opening your restaurant in Philadelphia, what were your concerns about working together in this similar field? Considering that you're savory, Andrew, and you're sweet, Kristen. Um, what were your concerns about working together?
5: I, you know, uh... We found life harder when we don't work together. You know, usually... That's why know, our
6: buyers are the same.
5: Yeah. know, <laughs> yeah, usually, uh, you know, if we work at different restaurants, as like we did in Chicago, we found that, you know, we were working six days and we never saw each other, and uh, we, we ended up complaining about work a lot at home instead of, you know, like, like, restaurants are kind of their own microcosm culture, and if we're both immersed in it, it, it's, it really kind of smooths our, our own dynamic.
3: So now you can complain about the same job and well, the same we don't have to while it's happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. While it's happening.
4: How, how do you guys, like, how do your personalities balance each other out at work? And I know you mentioned she's the shy one.
5: Does that play into... the quiet well, one? You, like, you said quiet, quiet. quiet. Uh, not shy. Not shy. Yeah. Um, I, you know, we, our dynamic is pretty good. I mean, you know, I, I think sometimes we struggle with communication, but for the most part, it's... You know there's kind of a natural division of of sweet and savory but you know we go out of our way to you know give each other feedback and and talk about you know things that are happening in in real time at the restaurant does anything bother you about either of you about the way the other one works
3: this is a safe space yeah (laughs) Yeah, well i i can tell
5: i can tell you that i can tell you what bothers Kristen. (laughs) you know sometimes i get kind of immersed in my head and uh you know she Kristen likes to have things laid out in a in a certain way and and have all the all the words of all the events and all the words of everything on a piece of paper that she can look at and I tend to hold everything in my head, so sometimes I forget to tell her stuff. <laughs>
3: Well what do you think about that Kristen i mean what's your what's your reaction to that
6: yeah I, think, I mean it helps us that we have different spaces I have my pastry kitchen in the basement where everything is labeled and everything goes back in the same spot all the time and we don't share equipment at no. all
3: what about management of the restaurant itself what about coming up with things like you know your marketing and design and how you interact with your neighborhood and
5: uh, you know honestly i mean we've been uh, we've been thinking about this you know we've been together sixteen years and I'm going to say we've been thinking about opening a restaurant for 15 years and nine months we're really on the same page and we've you know we've vetted a lot of our ideas for a very long time about how we wanted to run the place and so i mean i I don't think we have very much conflict in in that realm at all you know as far as the food that we serve or how we serve it or um you know how we treat our employees or or anything we've we're really like-minded
3: did you have to have a formal discussion about who was going to play which roles in that regard, or was that something as you were getting to know each other, you just sort of figured out that you fell into?
5: Yeah, I, I think it kind of traces the lines of our relationship, uh, you know, between each other. In a lot of ways, you know, um, she, Kristen's got really excellent judgment and you know like if i have questions or concerns i i usually go to her cuz it's been uh, 16 years and i'm still finding out that she's always right about stuff um i mean the fact that you guys met at work
4: worked together you share it speaks to a passion that you guys share about your work um that now like is all encompassing in your lives and i wonder what you guys do if anything when to like Shut work out And like how that plays Into your relationship Like how do you escape Work for a little bit And just be a couple Do we Do we do that
6: We do more family things We've got two sons <laughs> So we do I maybe mean, we do we, we go to we go to a lot of museums And we go You know we take the kids To the science museum and...
5: Yeah Yeah I'd say I mean we're It's It really is kind of All-encompassing Because the I mean the children Come with us to work Very frequently And you know I, I think when we were When we were planning everything we were trying not to have that many barriers in our life we wanted to kind of have a a single life not like a work life and a home life and a life as a parent we just wanted to have a life you know that involved the people that we cared about and the things that we cared about you know and there's trade-offs for that but i i think for the most part um we really found what we wanted you know we deal with the farmers that we want to work with and we Serve the food that we're really passionate about, and we get in this kind of crazy dynamic because it is a crazy business. I think we've kind of found a medium where we really spend the maximum amount of time with each other, you know, both as a family and as as a couple. But it always seems to be under that umbrella of the restaurant organization.
3: So a big a big uh, conflict for a lot of people in your position is the family dynamic, and as of this recording, listeners, we're not live in the studio today as as I told you at the top of the show, Uh, as of this recording, you're the first couple that we've spoken with who have uh, biological children, so because with what you've just said as far as wanting your life and the restaurant to sort of cohabitate... How did having children change that dynamic as far as the time you needed to take away from the restaurant as far as your relationship with each other even as far as the joke we made with like the <laughs> let's get it on signal you know like how did that how do you feel like your relationship being partners in this restaurant might have been different than other chefs who so I'm sure you have friends in your position who once they want to have children have this massive problem with especially for women if they even continue getting to work in their kitchens whether they, you know, or they change diff- into different roles in their, in their restaurants. Like, how do you feel having Russet and having Russet together made it possible for you to start a family?
5: Well, I mean, it's, it's challenging, you know, because we're, we're kind of pulled in a lot of directions all at once. But, you know, we try to be fluid about our roles, too. You know, um, I, I think for it to work, we have to be partners on kind of every level. You know, we we deal with we try to be equal partners as parents. We try to be equal partners in business. We try to be equal partners creatively. Um, I you know, and to be honest with you, I don't know how other people how other people figure it out. We just kind of uh, did our best. You know, and it was, it's a lot
6: easier because we own the business and yeah. we can bring our kids to work with us, which we yeah. we do quite a bit. And then the nine year old is great. He's better than a lot of our prep cook.
5: <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe not the ones we have right now. Yeah, the ones we have
6: now are good, but yeah. But I mean,
5: in, in recent history, he's been better. He's, he I think he's watches, worked every station. Yeah, he's done a lot. He buses tables, washes dishes. We don't, we don't hold him beholden to do these things. We don't put him <laughs> on the schedule or anything. But, <laughs> yeah, you know, when he's there, yeah. he, he wants to be helpful. He'd
6: rather he'd rather be at work helping out than have a babysitter mm. be away from us.
3: Well, Kristen, how did your role change when you started having children? Not your role, but how did your schedule or how did your focus change when your body, you know, was, when your body was changing and you sort of were having this other thing to focus on while you were also having to be on your feet and also. I mean, with pastry, this is a generalization, but it's a very methodical. Very, yeah. like you need to be able to plan your schedule with pastry. Yeah. And if something happens in your body that's not feeling good, it throws off the schedule. So, yeah. how do, what do you remember? Especially, I know it's nine years ago now, but what do you remember about transitioning during this period of your life?
6: Um, well, it was it was difficult actually when I was when I was pregnant with our first son. We um, we were opening a restaurant for other. We were helping them open another restaurant. Um, so, it actually i didn't work the first few months which was fortunate because i end up i um, end up losing a lot of weight in the beginning and i can't eat anything but it's very difficult for me because i have super sensitive
3: smell and and um <laughs> being around yeah, being in a kitchen was, when yeah. you have a super sensitive smell is probably not the yeah, ideal yeah, place yeah. it was
6: it was difficult and then it, the second i mean my son now is 16 months old the second son and um that was that was even harder because i was i was eight years older and uh yeah well, i don't it's i i kind of blocked all that out i think i don't i don't I, remember I, I don't know
5: you were you were tough as nails i, I, I think it bears saying that uh with our first son you worked up until what ten days before he was born
6: three days three, three days.
5: days no was, <laughs> three days
6: before
5: yeah ten uh, days before he, he was born, to get born. He, she, uh, she was working i mean she had a she had a a rolling chair that she would push <laughs> around the pastry station and she wouldn't quit and she never quits and it's just it was the same thing with our second son you know he um she worked and worked and she wanted to work um and yeah she's just she's tough <laughs> i don't know how else to say it it's you know I, I i it's probably controversial to be to be proud of it but i, I am always proud of the good job that you do and, and even even in relatively trying circumstances how uh how you pull through
6: well he does help a lot Even I mean he would If I would ask for anything, you know, I'd say I can today I can eat a quarter cup of ice cold lemonade and three crackers with cream cheese. And that's what he would bring me.
5: No, I have the easy job.
3: (laughs) How have uh, as you've spent this time together and had all these experiences together, how do you think uh, your partner has helped you grow the most as a human being?
5: Oh, that that's that's pretty easy for me. Um, She's really broadened my horizons uh you know she's uh you know before i met her you know it's it's like she said i i um i hadn't been west of harrisburg you know we we saw the world together um we've experienced a huge amount of things together and you know my relationship with with kristen is easily the most meaningful relationship in my life how about you kristen
6: well, I'm not I'm not as Oh,
5: yeah, but yeah, that's that's how we are. I'm not
6: good at articulating those sorts of things. But um yeah, I think he's he's helped me relax a lot. I'm I'm not quite as, as rigid as, as I used to be about things. He's he's definitely the more creative artistic one of the two of us. I think we balance nicely.
5: Yeah, Kristen's is much more pragmatic.
4: Mm-hmm. Um so the industry has changed a lot in the last, you know, sixteen years since you've been a couple and your roles in the industry have changed a lot from being like the dude who was making family meal for everyone Mm -hmm. to now being the owner of the restaurant can you speak to how your relationship has shifted along with those changes
5: i mean our relationship grows every year um you know i i I think we're both pretty invested in it and we've we've spent the time you know I, i don't know i mean i i'd say that uh you know, if, if our relationship starts with our, our inner sphere of just me and Kristen, it, as it gets bigger, you know, we try to have build relationships with, with other people in the industry, you know, as far as our providers, our purveyors, um, our staff. Uh, you know, it, it, for me, I, I kind of look at, at, at having a healthy relationship as the first building block, and then, you know, we can kind of build our network of relationships around it. I don't know if that answers the question or not, but...
6: Well,
3: speaking to couples who are in the beginning of their food courtship in the kitchens, ones that have not been together for so long and who might be struggling with um, not, you know, as far as how they can work together in the same field or not knowing if their romance is going to be something that's going to be as lasting and strong as yours do, both of you have a piece of advice for I'd say especially chefs who are working together in some capacity. Um anything that you feel has been vital that you could pass on to them.
5: Be brutally honest. Um you know I, I like I can uh I like I trust Kristen a hundred percent and I don't you know we we work very hard to you know she it's very easy for her to uh to not hold back her opinions about things and I find myself kind of being more wishy-washy or being more wishy-washy than her but over time I've you know it's become that that's probably the the biggest thing is to you know be direct be honest and not just with your partner but with yourself.
3: And Kristen?
6: I think the best thing for us has just been to work together. You know I, I don't think it would have worked if we had never you know worked in the same place before and you know if we even if we worked in the same industry if we worked in different restaurants um it's really important to get you know to both you know have the same direction that you want to be going in
5: yeah i think a lot of our dynamic was probably built up pretty early
3: i think that's a great a great bit of advice for anybody who's starting a relationship Is to like be on the same page with what you want to do with your lives if you can do it together
4: shares share share your passions with each other yeah it's it's like a marriage with a lot of money in the middle uh,
3: (laughs) I love
4: that. Well, we've been we are asking all of our guests in this series on um, where we're speaking with couples to share with us three words to describe uh, your partner, and they can be three words that are form a phrase, or they can be three individual adjectives, or how, you know however you like. But uh, why don't we start with you, Andrew? What are three words? The three words that would you would use to describe Kristen?
3: What you most love about Kristen?
5: Smart, honest, beautiful.
3: And Kristen? I'm trying to think of only three. Um, I know, it's definitely a challenge, which is why we make people do only three.
6: Um, he's passionate, he's conscientious, and paternal. Aww.
4: <laughs> I like that all of the adjectives that you've used were like, very different. Like your adjectives for him were very different from his adjectives for you, and I think it speaks to the balance yeah. that you guys have in your relationship.
5: You know, great. talk about shared memory of relationships. And Kristen has the mo- the lion's share of the shared memory, I think.
3: Aww, this is, this is this is aww. Uh, there we go. This is yeah, this is the aww series. Thank you both so very much for coming all the way up here to Heritage Radio to share with us. We really really appreciate it. Sure. Uh, listeners you can find more about andrew Kristen, and russet at www.russettphilly.com and on facebook and twitter as at russet philly and obviously there's always more at our website uh, lovebitesradio.com you can find more info about them as well as all of the couples we're featuring in this series there you can also find more about our upcoming guests and all of the 50 plus shows we've done for you in the past and you can also find us on all social f- platforms as at lovebites radio because even though we are not live in the studio today chances are i'm still tweeting and instagram Away, so come play with us in real time there. Thanks, as always, to our engineer David. Our theme song is "Give Love" by the loveliest Josh Dion. And we are Jacqueline Raposo and Ben Rosenblatt. Love bites will be back at the same time next week, right here at HeritageRadioNetwork.org.
1: See ya. <laughs>